So we were talking uh, before uh, we went to break a little bit about vehicle inspections in the state of Missouri. Uh, Illinois is certainly different as usual, but it seems as though it's punitive to have these vehicle inspections for residents. At least the folks at Show Me Institute are, are looking into the benefit and cost of, of having these vehicle inspections, and we're happy to welcome Patrick Ishmael on with the Show Me Institute. Patrick, thanks for coming on the show today. Well, thanks for having me on. So what have you found in your research into these vehicle inspections that are a requirement for Missouri residents? Well, you know, in this case, it's actually the Missouri legislature who has done the, the lion's share of this work. And what they've found, or at least one of the legislators has found, is that uh, when you look at the benefits that vehicle inspections bring to a certain state, and, and we're talking really strictly about uh, you know, personal vehicle inspections, that across the country, uh, it, you don't necessarily see a, a safety benefit, uh, which is kind of counterintuitive because I think a lot of times when we think about things like safety inspections, that we also think that they, they actually work. But what's increasingly becoming clear across the country, and other states are starting to repeal at least some of their inspection requirements, is that when they are requiring individuals to have their vehicles inspected on, you know, a, a two-year basis or, or what have you, you're not really seeing a, an actual safety benefit. And instead, what in the case of Missouri, what's happening is Missourians are spending about $30 million a year on uh, a, a particular requirement imposed by the state that isn't necessarily working. And it's a really good example, I think, of how government can impose direct costs on folks through taxation and can also impose kind of an indirect cost through regulation. And, and this is a, a regulation that it looks like the Missouri House is inclined, inclined to repeal at this point because it looks like it, it really doesn't have the kind of safety benefit that people were expecting. Uh, and it does impose a cost, even though it's not a tax, it imposes a cost on individuals uh, that they could otherwise just keep in their pocket. Stephen, this is Tony Colombo. I did this story um, just a couple days ago about the the bill that is making its way through Jeff City that would eliminate these um, uh, these biannual inspections and uh, people that were against it were speaking out. I don't have the quotes in front of me, but they were claiming that this was going to make vehicles less safe and it was going to cause more accidents. Uh, and you know, and and all these other safety issues that they were raising, uh, are they citing any facts? Any where do they? Is that just a, a belief that they hold, or or when people say that, or do they have anything that they are looking at uh, as proof that that would happen? Yeah, you know, I don't know what research they're looking at in particular. I can give you a, kind of a, a different example where I think folks assume something would happen, and because they assume something would happen that after the research came in, they assumed that it did, in fact, happen. And it goes back to uh, when the country was debating whether to increase the speed limits on the highways. Uh, and, and, you know, nationwide, pretty much all of the highways used to be at 55 miles per hour. And then there was greater latitude given to raise to 65 or 70 or, or even higher. And what folks assumed would happen is that when you raise that speed limit, that what you're going to end up seeing is a lot more fatal car accidents. And what you really ended up seeing uh, unexpectedly was folks who were formerly using, say, U.S. highways that may have a, a little bit uh, you know, less oversight by the police, but they're not divided. And so what ended up happening is you had fewer of these head-on collisions on these uh, highways that were uh, not necessarily as closely monitored, and you had more people going to the main highways because they could actually go faster on them. So I think, that, you know, folks who say that there is a great danger in removing these fees, 
I, I'm open to any research that they have. My suspicion, just just based off of what what I've seen, though, is that there is presumption. You know, and, and it seems intuitive that if you raise speed limits or if you require inspections, that those are going to have safety impacts. But uh, I think a lot of times when you actually look at, at the data uh, themselves, uh, you end up finding a very different conclusion. I think that's what you're ending up seeing in, in the research on, on these, uh, these fees for safety inspections. Who are, the, who are the entities that are pushing to keep or who maybe pushed in the first place to have these inspections in place uh, to begin with, is there is there a political purpose, or is there a, a group of individuals that benefits from keeping them in place? Well, you know, I, I don't I don't know exactly who instituted them. I think that if if you're looking for a group of folks who probably benefit from the system and would want to maintain it, and there's been reporting on this as well, uh, it's of course the the mechanics and the garages that would actually conduct these now. At twelve bucks a pop, you know these fees aren't. You're not going to get rich off them, but certainly if you are, you know, bringing in a car and you find something that may be a little bit wayward, um, it gives you an opportunity to, of course, say, hey, you know, while you're in here, I do see a problem here, or you know, you may not have to address this now, but I do see a problem. Uh, you may want to get a fix. That also allows for an opportunity to make a sale, of course. And, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, making a sale if you're able to give these inspections. The question is whether or not. Uh, the, the state ought to be requiring these inspections to begin with. And, of course, if you stand to benefit from the system that the state has, has set up, um, I think that you're going to be pretty interested in, <laughs> in ensuring that that safe system maintains. But, you know, there's a difference between, uh, you know, the public interest and, and more, you know, narrow private interests that, that may benefit from state regulation. I think in this case, it seems pretty clear that, the general public interest is better served by removing this requirement. Uh, but, you know, so long as the requirement is in place, there are interests that do benefit from it. And I think that explains what some of the opposition may be related to. Everybody knows that feeling of dread when you look at your sticker and you're like, oh, no, I'm a <laughs> month away. I got to go do this. It's not the money. It's just the Hassle. the inconvenience of it. Patrick, uh, do the the money that is raised uh, in the state from the from the fees that are paid for the inspections, does is that money dedicated to any one specific thing or is that just going into the general Missouri budget to be used for whatever? Like, uh, is anything going to be losing? out as far as funding if these were to go away? No, not, not to my knowledge. And I think that that's all the more reason to make sure that when we were, are talking about uh, when state is, is imposing regulation, it, it's one thing to say, you know, we want to make sure our roads are being better maintained. And so to do that, we're going to impose a gas tax or we're going to maybe increase a gas tax, because at least in that case, you're talking about uh, actually having the cost of a service kind of align with the use of the service. But when you're talking about these fees, that's really not what you're seeing. Um, and I think that, again, uh, whether it's a, a direct cost through taxation or an indirect cost through regulation where you're being required to spend money on these, uh, these inspections, I think that you really do have to assess whether the government's intended purpose is being effectuated. And unfortunately, in the case of these inspections, you're not seeing it, and I don't think it would actually in, impact in any meaningful way uh, things that are currently funded by the government. 
Well, Patrick Ishmael with the Show Me Institute, we appreciate the the uh, research that is being done on this and, and also the follow-up with Show Me Institute. People can read about this and a lot of other things at showmeinstitute.org. And uh, we always appreciate your advocacy for the Missouri taxpayer and, and the, the, fiscal con- the fiscal responsibility that, that Show Me Institute uh, shows on, on a regular basis. You guys do a lot of the legwork and make it, for, make it easy for folks to go to showmeinstitute.org and uh, consume all of this information. So we appreciate you, Patrick. Thanks for coming on today. Well, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Go to showmeinstitute.org and, and read more about that and uh, see see how you can maybe refer to your legislature or legislator and, and, and communicate something there.